You want to you want to do the introduction? Sure. Let's see. Matt, uh, for those who don't know, for the five of you who care, um, Matt had himself a, a. Can we bring in personal stories like this? Can I bring this in? Because I think. I think it might affect the quality of the podcast, or is at least a, certainly a great excuse for if the podcast sucks. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it's definitely an excuse. Matt had himself a, a concussion uh, and then had the equivalent of it as one night of incredibly heavy binge drinking um, post-concussion <laughs> where he, just, he has a blank memory. So he's recovering, so we're going to be very gentle on him today. Yeah. I'm not going to... Fortunately, today is a very positive podcast. Um and yeah and you'll probably eat those words i will probably make fun of you within five minutes probably because i'm doing the introduction and we know that always goes really well right especially when we talk about the introduction before we do the introduction right it's i think the, that's it's actually the meta introduction introduction right right yeah right <clears throat> i better clear my throat and get going here yeah. <clears throat> less All right, less the people not get to the podcast Right. I, I I need a pause, Kenny. No 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 bad intro. I feel like if you're gonna do that, I should introduce over it. Like go again. Okay, let's try this again. Okay. You keep just doing that until we're done. All right. All right. No 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chips and Bits, featuring myself, Kenny Myers, and my co-host. Today we'll be talking about. No 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 Batman Arkham City. Wow, I'm so. Uh, I don't think I could be more excited. Can we? Uh, can we just announce it off the bat? Can we just, you know, just tell well, everyone our, our, our love for each other, or the fact that we unanimously agree on the best game of last year? Well, let's talk about how great we think of each <laughs> other. But you go first. Okay. Now let's I talk think... about. Um, let's talk about this game and. Okay. Uh, and what, what we decided earlier this week, don't so, hold it from them. So Batman Arkham City. Arkham City. Yes. Not best, Asylum. Sequel to Asylum. Yeah, sequel to. Uh, best game of 2011. Best game of 2011. Best one yep. of all the games. I don't think uh, that there is a better game. I think there are other games that are very, very good. But one that I, in fact, have played through almost three times now... Um, I don't think there's a better game. Yes, I agree with you completely, which is surprising, but, um, yes. It's not surprising. We agree about almost every single game. That's not true. Name a game we disagree on. Final Fantasy. Okay, name a game that, that you've put time into that we disagree on. Heavy Rain. You haven't even put time into that. Anyways, we're talking about Batman Arkham City. Yes, we are. And, uh, yes, there were, uh, we, we, of course, to be fair, um, I guess the only caveat we have to throw in there is that it's the best game of all the games that you and I played. But uh, we certainly played a lot of games. Right. And we definitely played um, 
at, at least the majority of the top tier uh, that came out with a couple little, um, you know, unexpected ones thrown in there as well. Right. And uh, there are certainly some very, very good second and third places, you know, of the likes of, say, Dead Space 2. Well, Dead Space um, 2 was our number two, and number yeah. three was Portal 2. Portal 2, yeah. That's about we, as far as we got. I don't think we can go any further. We didn't that. go any further, because I think we were just completely blown you know away. That three we, we three is a the fucking two. great number. Everyone's happy with it. People like trilogies. Three <laughs> is all you get. Yes. So. Uh, well, especially yeah. in my case, because then I actually have to go into, like... Because I played games from years before that you've played, you know, like... Really, it was the best three games of 2011 that came out in 2011. That's true. Yes, we 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 uh, we've removed God of War from the list since you know that came out in '89. Right. <laughs> and you just played it when this it was eight bit, eight bit blood, eight bit eight bit uh, goddess humping. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm incredibly excited to talk about this game today. Not just because we loved it so much, uh, but because I do think it uh, it's going to be a very good test of. Um, my my post concussion ability to recall uh, how much I enjoyed and what I enjoyed about this game, a la two to three months ago, which is when I finished it. We're not sure how much was erased, but <clears throat> yes. uh, it'll be interesting discovering what was erased. Your amazing face has not been erased from my mind, Kenny. Thank you. In case in case you were worried. I never worry about that. Actually, I feel like that's imprinted beyond the cerebral. So where should we start? Uh, well, let's talk about the story. Well, we do disagree on some of the tidbits, so the story's a good place to start. Yep, we disagree. Uh, I thought the writing wasn't as good as Arkham Asylum. Well, we agree there. We agree. The writing was not as good. It was the dialogue, and particularly the Catwoman dialogue was pretty bad. Catwoman dialogue was pretty bad. The, um, it's, it's funny, we've, we've been on a kick lately of, of kind of insulting or, or, or picking on a little bit uh, the lead voices, the, uh, the people who do the lead voices. And uh, in, the origi- in, the, in Batman Arkham Asylum, um, yeah, as far as I can tell, it's the same guy voicing Batman in both games. It is. It's the guy okay. who did the animated series show. Okay, so it's the same guy. He did um, great. I thought he did great. No, in, in Arkham City, it's, it's his voice comes to light because the dialogue they wrote for him is so bad. It's pretty bad. Like, it, it, in the first one, I thought I just kind of didn't like the voice a little bit, but it was, you know, it, it came, came off really well. Who doesn't like Batman from Batman the Animated Series? You're wrong. Well, you're listen, wrong. Listen. This is where you're wrong. There's listen. no further discussion. This is an absolute monarchy. No, listen to me. Let, 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 me, let me get a point across what, here. Okay? What? I'm trying to interrupt you. I clearly don't want to listen to you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want you that, to spread your anti-whoever-that-guy-is anti propaganda on our podcast. The voice isn't good enough that it could save the bad dialogue, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm saying it wasn't good enough to overcome the dialogue that, it was, that well, he was speaking. The voice acting on these games is, is, is fantastic. Yes. Even if the dialogue is sometimes corny, the voice acting is like top notch. Yes. Top notch. Joker is great. Well, yeah, Mark Hamill kills it as Joker. Yeah. Also the animated series. Same so, with Har- Harley, Harley Quinn, also yep, great. great too. Also so he, animated series. So here's here's here was my weird um, the kind of thing that stuck that stuck out to me as being a little bit weird about the the dialogue and and the exchanges was that everything about um, 
the little uh, character interactions, so all the different villains um, and heroes that Batman interacts with throughout the game. It's very cheesy, very corny. Um, and then all of a sudden... Except for the Joker. The Joker and Batman always work. It's fine. It was fine. I'll say it was fine. Okay. Um, but here's where I'm going. The Mr. Freeze. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that the, was amazing. Dude, the story around Mr. Freeze, the dialogue, mm-hmm. the voice acting, and all the interactions between them, like all the little subtleties when they, when they change to each other's, you know, right. when they change camera angles to each other's faces. Yeah. I mean, everything about those particular interactions in the game was nearly flawless, in my opinion. And so it's very strange to me. The battle with Mr. Freeze, too. Everything about Mr. Freeze was phenomenal. Yeah. I also thought Penguin was really well done. Yeah, but there wasn't enough. That's true. But I was also surprised that it was voiced by the voice of Nathan Drake. Yeah, that's weird. Well, the voice of everybody. The voice of everyone, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's weird that I know know who he is. Yeah. It's it's weird. Um, Yep. Yeah, Mr. Freeze was probably the highlight of the game. Whenever he had his mask on or off, particularly yep. when he had it on, though, he was incredibly yeah. intimidating. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, you know, if you know anything about Mr. Freeze, it's like, by default, he's not a very intimidating guy. I he's mean, got a, all... uh, you know, to Mr. Freeze's defense, despite Arnold's portrayal of him, yes, uh, he does have a kind of a beautiful villain story. It's actually yep. one of the more elegant, like, romantic ones. It's Absolutely. just... Yep. Uh, it's not good uh, in terms of how... Happiness. Well, they, well, just how he looks a lot of the time. Like, yes. all the corny ice jokes. Yeah. But they stayed away from that, generally. They did. Yeah. Which is so, so funny, because they didn't stay away from that at all with Two-Face. No. Not like, even with Two-Face, it was just, like, ham it up. Yes. Which is like, come on, why can't fucking Two-Face be intimidating? Like... I don't know. Yeah, the, the Two-Face Catwoman dialogue was literally... There are two it sides. Like, two, rah, two, rah, rah, bitch, you have two options. And yeah, then there's yeah. two. You have two of two. And she's like, meow, something, something, pussy. Meow, meow. I do like, I do like a beautiful pussy. Yeah. Well, there are two sides to every coin. Okay, thanks, guys. She never thanks. said pussy, but, I mean, you know, it's there. Um, but she was terrible. She was. And uh, Two-Face <laughs> so bad. There's two, two of everything. Oh, I just got my two cars. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I guess that's just, I, I really wanted to to point out the Mr. Freeze stuff, because I do think that, um, again, this is, in spite of how bad the dialogue was, um, and how some of the voice acting was, it was a little bit atrocious, this game is still the best. But, you know, I'm, I'm throwing that out there so that, you know, if there's, if Rocksteady is working on uh, on the next one, you know, go whatever you did. Whoever was working on the dialogue for Mister Freeze, get that guy to it's do the, same the rest guy. of it. It's the same writer. It's the guy who wrote Arkham City too. Ugh. He well, also created the animated series. He's really good. He must have just been on LSD while he was writing the. No, uh, I mean, I think that those are great. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff he had to get in. Like That's you, true. there are like thirty thousand villains. In now this you did game. say had to get in. Now, they put all those people in there by choice. They right. chose to I be- agree. I agree. I, I mean, they wanted to do bigger. They wanted to do better. It's clear from everything that they've done, they just took Arkham City and, like, blew it up times ten. Mm-hmm. They improved the controls. Like, the controls were, were fantastic. Yeah. They were great in Arkham City and, I mean, excuse me, in Arkham Asylum, and they were phenomenal in Arkham City. Everything was much improved. It was better. Yep. Um... 
the story, I mean, the Joker was back, and they kind of had a shaky premise for the whole Arkham City. A little bit. But Hugo Strange was really good. He was a really interesting villain. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, I know he, the mm-hmm. ending with him wasn't that great. Right. Uh, Rage. Like a huge build up to, like, I locked myself in a glass room right, and you'll never right. get me. It's like, <laughs> yeah. really, dude? I'm fucking Batman. Yeah, it's like, I will break into that room and get you. It's not what, that hard. What do you think's going to happen? You'd be like, oh, it's with the hacked lock thing, even yeah. though he's yeah. been observing Batman and knows that he's been hacked. Anyway, right. it was. There were some shaky premises. Ra's al Ghul was actually really well done. That was a kind of a Ghul cool battle. Yeah. Um, and I especially like the. Uh, the or Raish. Raish, as they call him, which I've never heard him called Raish al Ghul. Yeah. Yeah, it's Raj. Raj al Ghul. That's what it, I mean. I think that's what it is in the movie, too. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the little, uh, the trippy uh, LSD scene there with the going into the desert thing. Yep, yeah, that was oh, great. Oh, pretty cool, yeah. Um, the Mad Hatter was really good. Yeah, I wish. It, it's funny, you know, because. Well, he's always a kind of a B level villain. They can't really give him center stage. Well, and, you know, they can't encroach on the amazingness that was Scarecrow from right. Arkham Asylum. Right. Yeah, um, which is funny because it's like when I first started playing the game, the, like I was almost, I almost had this unconscious notion where it's like, all right, where's the scarecrow stuff? Right. I want to do the scarecrow stuff. I think it's good they and kept it out. I do too. The more I played the game, you know, the further I got along, and um, it kind of got into the whole, the, the more open world, closed world concept. Yeah. Um, I kept thinking, okay, now that it's been this long, I don't want there to be any scarecrow. Where are you? But I were you able to get the, on the concept? Sorry, I just got so excited about something. I didn't uh, yeah. Okay, so I certainly missed out on the concept. I certainly missed out on the concept. So I thought at that point in time, it was really, it was kind of like a neat little, almost like an inside joke that they threw in that one Mad Hatter sequence, which was, it was reminiscent right. of, of the Scarecrow enough that it was like, here's a, here's a taste of what what was. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Right. Um, did you get the Killer Croc cameo? No. It was awesome. It's very small. Wait, what do you mean? Killer Croc makes a cameo. It's hidden. You have to go find it, but it's awesome. I, I was down in the sewers. I assumed if that's where he would be. There's a the entryway in the sewers by Joker's hideout. You know, the one you dive into? Uh-huh. There's a button there that if you throw a bat or a batarang at, it'll actually... Killer Croc comes out and makes a cameo. Really? Yeah, it's very brief, but he gives some dialogue. It's fantastic. Oh, that's cool. I gotta go do that now. Yeah, um, and you know, to speak of any of these Batman games, there's the plot... Oh, well, super spoiler alert here. One of my favorite moments, because he's one of my favorite villains, was at the very... I'm gonna... This is like Omega spoiler alert. Oh, jeez. Right you really... I know exactly where you're going. You're I, this is really, everything. This ruins, like, most... Well, no, the game's really fun to play. It doesn't really ruin anything, but... Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep track of... Uh, well, actually, that wouldn't work. I was gonna say I can keep track of how long you talked and then right. tell, tell everyone how long to mute their speakers, but... So I'm gonna keep track of this. I'm gonna put it at uh, two minutes here. Well, maybe less. I'll let you know. <laughs> Uh, Clayface shows up at the end and is fucking awesome. It's yeah. just really awesome to see Clayface. Yes, and it was unexpected. It was totally unexpected. Yeah, I was not expecting that. <laughs> and he just appears and he looks like they all do. The character design is fucking so good on these games. It is mm-hmm. so good. Um, and he looks awesome, and I was really, it was really, it was a, it was a way better battle sequence than the end of Arkham Asylum, which was like annoying Super Joker, which was retarded. 
Yes, with with no real reason why he was Super Joker. <laughs> yeah, but Clayface, like, there was good reason that he was there. It was really interesting, and he was a good villain. He was he was great. Yep, um, I agree. So that was probably like a minute. That was like yeah, forty. Yeah, almost a minute. Whatever. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, we spoil shit. Yeah, um, you're used to it by now. Yeah. Uh, so, and then the biggest spoiler, of course, is where we, you and I really disagree. Exactly. Because, you know, it's not that we actually disagree on the story. Right. I actually, we actually really agree almost entirely all the way up until the end. Right. Which is the real only place we have a strong disagreement. Right. And that is that at the very end of the game, pausing for spoiler time, (laughs) if you want to skip forward, the Joker, the Joker dies. Seemingly. Supposedly. Seemingly. Just like last time. Well, yeah, but he didn't really die, per se. Per he's, pretty, se. he's pretty dead in this one. You, you, pretty, you definitely... You're pretty, pretty sure he's pretty dead. Sure, maybe killed him. So, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a great way. I think getting rid of the Joker opens up, like, so many cooler avenues that they can go through. Like, so many more interesting villains. And I felt satisfied with the conclusion of the game okay so now do you think that i disagree that killing joker is awesome no i think you just didn't like how like what happened at the end of the game exactly yes i so the game ends with like you find out that rouse al ghul is behind everything he dies then you go to the joker and you end up fighting Clayface. This is pretty much the end of it. Oh, yeah. uh, and then you think you're killing the Joker the whole time. You're looking for him, and he's got this serum right. that's going to help heal you. Whatever. And you kill Clayface. Blah blah blah. You end up actually the Joker ends up sort of killing himself by right. by by stealing away from you or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then the end of the game is you walking out of Arkham City, placing the Joker's body on the hood of Gordon's car. Yes. So you walk and looking, walk looking actually sad. Like he looks angry no. and sad. No, Kenny. Yes, he does. I've there's, seen it. There is no sadness in his computer-generated face. He just looks stern. He looks like fucking Batman. Is what he looks like. He, no, he do, he looks disappointed. There's no twinkle in his eye or anything. He does look disappointed. So here's what happens. He you kill Joker, and then there's a cutscene. You don't kill Joker. Sorry. You can't talk about Batman and then throw things around like killing people. Like, okay. he, he just doesn't do it. So Joker dies. Right. And it's the end of this super villain nemesis of yours. Yeah. And there's this cutscene. And it's epic, right? They, they're, they're zooming out. You can see some of, you know, Arkham City. The cops have surrounded the place. There's Gordon. You're walking out. You're carrying Joker in your arms. Right. It's amazing. It's totally amazing. You walk out, you literally take a couple steps. Gordon says something. I can't remember what it is. He asks you like... What happened in there, Batman? What, what, yeah, what did you do? Or that's, that's his voice. I think I've okay. got it down pretty good. What happened in there, Batman? What happened in there, Batman? <laughs> and he don't say a word. You walk past him, you put Joker's body on the car, and then you like... <laughs> just like Because he's fucking sad. Like his, Joker means a lot to him. So that's the ending. That is. You didn't think that was awesome? What That's what my, did you expect to happen? Did you expect like Jesus to appear and be like, he shall live again? And then huge fireworks happen? No. Here. No, because it's you. not Final Fantasy. It doesn't have 30-minute endings. I'll tell you, here's here's two quick ways that could have improved the ending. Re- way number one. 
though you still don't say anything, you put Joker on the car, and instead of answering Gordon, you at least look over at him for some sort of acknowledgement that something happened. I'm not going to say anything about it. Here's the Joker. No, Bye. because he's pissed. He doesn't want to look or be around anyone. See his, you got to see his face. Two. Way number two. Bullshit. Instead of, like, zipping on out of there and, like, I got more crime to fight. You mean, you like, know, this Batman? Is, this is zipping Arkham on City. out of there like right. Batman? Yeah, instead of go, going out of there instead like of Batman. like, you know, going out of there like Batman, he Dude. should, he should get, get in there like Superman. No, I'm saying if you want me to believe that the death of Joker has affected you, do something slightly different than what every other today you would have done. Like, for example, just walk away. Like, walk through Arkham City for a second. Take on some of the sadness. I don't know what you're saying. I saw his eyes, man. I thought that he was totally sad. Not like, see I got that feeling from it. Ugh. I'm going to pay... I, I'm going to play through it again if I get the time. And I'm going to pay very close attention to see if just the... You could probably just watch it on YouTube, dude. Yeah, I could probably do that, too. I, I'm going to see if there, it's, you know, the, the dramatic shortness of the ending is what threw me off. And if there's some sort of magical sadness, as Kenny states, in Batman's CG face... It's in that his I just eyes, out man. Out. It's in his eyes. <laughs> you just don't look at Batman's his, eyes his like mascara that. circled eyes. <laughs> So yeah, we disagree on the ending. There's that. Uh, yeah, well, it's not that we disagree. It's just that you miss out on details, and I enjoy it fully. Touche. Um, but then there's so there's the plot game. But then I would suggest that Arkham City, minus all the like challenges, you can do like, you know, thirty second challenges. There's challenge maps where you just fight a bunch of guys in a room. Um, yeah. But I'd say in the main game, there's a whole other sub-game, which is the Riddler stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the main story is what, maybe like, maybe 12 hours, maybe? No, I'd say it's probably like 10 hours. 8, 10? It's very short. Somewhere in the 8 to 12. It's, it's not epic. Um, but, the you know, you, you don't really com- complete it very quickly. I mean, there's so much shit to do. There's um, side quests, and then there's the Riddlers. There's... 440 Riddler trophies. There's a lot of them. Including Catwoman's. And unlike <clears throat> Assassin's Creed, it's really fun to do all the side quests. And Man, I really... are we talking shit about Assassin's Creed? Remember, like, how excited we were? How quickly the tides turn God, Ubisoft. I wish, uh, we, we should, when we talk about Revelations, it's going to be a de- depressing podcast. Yeah, I, I, I sincerely hope that someone who works on that team has ever listened to our podcast and heard how much we loved that game last year and how much we don't love it this year anyways yeah uh, and i sincerely hope that you know a big hollywood executive listens to our podcast and gives us a writing gig for video games and we're millionaires and magical star fairies appear and tell us that all our dreams are going to come true and i wish we could all work at facebook i wish we could all work at facebook too or one hub capital o (laughs) capital h one word Oh, this is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> no, I'll wrap it up. We only so, have so much time to talk about the Riddler stuff, then I'm going to cut it off. Cut it off? We haven't even talked about anything other than the ending so far. And the fa- and what we didn't like, which was Well, so we're not going to get there any quicker if you keep talking about what we're talking about. Okay, so the Riddler stuff was great. All the side quests, actually, other than that stupid unknown guy, where you have to like find him around the city, and then it was like just the worst payoff ever when you finally find him. I th- well, I mean, it seems like they're setting up a second game with uh, the side quests. It's just like, whatever. Um, but everything else was fantastic. Um, 
I, I got all the Riddler trophies. They were great. It took me a long time. One I thing I didn't know was that when you unlocked a row of Riddler trophies in the menu system, is you usually get audio Yeah, you files, get some stuff. Which I, well, I was missing from the last game. I liked them so much in Arkham Asylum that yeah. I thought they didn't exist in the game. But when I found out that you got them and you listened to them, they're fantastic. And some of them are like really well... Um, I think they planned this. They're very bittersweet because... Uh, for what I imagine is the majority of players, um, even if you take a long time doing some of the Riddler stuff, you're going to beat the game before you get done with the Riddler trophies. Right. And You actually have to beat the game before you get all the Riddler trophies. Okay, so perfect. So when you unlock some of these, some of the things that you'll get are these uh, voicemails between Hugo Strange and Joker, um, or between Joker and and, uh, Harley Quinn. And so you know that Joker's gone. And then you're listening to Joker, and it's like, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. That's sad. Poor Joker. Poor homicidal maniac. So, okay, so in, in, in the essence of time here, uh, let's talk about just another great thing about this game. Going into it, uh, and I think this is because I've been so disappointed by other sequels uh, this year and last, um, I had a lot of... I was feeling very tense about this game. Because the first one was great. Uh, had lots of potential. And I kept thinking to myself, whatever you do, rock steady. Please, please do not change the combat system. Do not change the combat system. Just keep what was there and add more cool shit to the game. And I put in Arkham City, and I started playing it, and I got into a fight, and the combat system was the same, except there were more little neat things, and then they added a whole bunch of cool shit. Like, for anyone out there that's working in video games, seriously, like, look to Arkham City... That is how you take a game that was good, but you wished could have been better, and make it better. Like, that is how you do it. Everything that was great about Arkham Asylum is still great in Arkham City. And then there's all this other cool shit, like the open world stuff. Right. I would say that, while not as big as a like, leap in terms of quality and, in, and play, uh, it was the same sort of feeling of jumping from Assassin's Creed to Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah, absolutely. Which is just when a game really does a really good job. God of War 2 actually does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, more, actually, that's probably a better comparison because it doesn't really, it's not as evolute. It's not like, I would say Assassin's Creed 2 is almost a different game than Assassin's Creed. Yeah, there's way more stuff, yeah. But like God of War 2 was just a better game and it, just more polished, it, it yeah. didn't violate one at all. And I think Arkham City. Now, I mean, the real question is like, where do they go next? Because it's really hard to like, they have the balance of, of every, everything down. Uh, clearly they're going to need a new villain and it's hard to top the Joker. Um, yep. Or they don't need a new villain and they'll bring back the Joker. You know, I, I'm, I'm not too worried. I think that, um, I think that what I imagine must have been a very difficult decision um, and, and creative direction for them to take was how they actually handled the difference between the open world scenario and the closed world scenario. Because yeah. I'm sure that, like me, when you first heard the rumors of some of the open world stuff, you looked at what was great about Arkham Asylum and thought, oh, that I don't see that really working in an open world environment. Like, I kind of like the close quarters, like running through the places and having nine guys like come at you and you have to beat them up. And well, they, one of the reviews I read actually said that one of the things that's lost in Arkham City was the great atmosphere of Arkham Asylum because of that. 
Well, but I disagree because I think what what they did was they kind of came up with this weird hybrid approach where when you want to get from closed world fight to closed world fight to closed world fight, you don't want to have to walk through a tunnel to do it, right? Right. You're Batman. What you want to do is go up into the sky and fucking fly, fly from point A to point B. Right. Um, and there's some thugs, sure, and there's some, you know, some open world combat. But the majority of the story and the places that you have to go to, once you get there, it kind of reverts back to this Arkham Asylum approach where it's all in, in most of it's indoors. It's more close quarters. It's confined. It feels tighter. Um, so that's, a, in, in my opinion, a really, really smart, um, focused decision that I, I'm sure they took a lot of time to kind of like balance those two things out. So I, I'm not very worried about what the, where they're going to go next. I, I hope they go somewhere I, I can't even expect at this point in time. Uh, I agree. And so there you have it. That is Arkham Asylum, our <laughs> best game in the last year. Except it's Arkham City, Kenny. Oh, well, that one was a great game, too. <laughs> really, you should play them both. But I hope we covered enough. I, like, I feel like I was so excited to talk about this game, and then I don't really feel like we've really talked about it. We have rules, man. Ugh. Well, we I, hope rules. The, I hope the listeners are satisfied with this. I feel like we covered Always three Always leave them wanting more. Well, we can't podcast again about, about Arkham City. Uh, that's true. That also breaks the rule. Right. We podcast once. Yeah. Well, that's how it goes. Is there anything else, Kenny? Is there is there any other thing that you just have to say about Arkham City? I've played through it three times now. <laughs> yes, you have. I have not. I haven't started my new game plus yet. It's really hard. It's great, though. Hmm. I may do it. All right. Well, I won't. I won't drag it out of you. I, I. I. feel like I have more to say, but you know. Nope. We're done. Another podcast, I guess. What's uh? What's that show you steal from? What's their ending line? And on that something. It's Top Gear, and it's on that bombshell. Yeah. Yeah. Steal from them again, and on that bombshell. Oh no! I got a better ending. Oh shit! I got a better ending. Um, let's see here. What What are we podcasting about next, Kenny? Um. I think we're going to talk about Uncharted 3. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll see you back here on Skype. Same bat channel, same bat time. You reversed the order of those, you idiot. Did I really? Yeah. Same bat time, same, same bat, bat channel. channel. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I said it was a bad ending. I didn't say it was a good ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look <Yeah>. at me! <laughs> Look at me! Why are you trying to kill me? <laughs> oh, Batman. You uh, have so many interpretations. Okay, listeners. Well, if you haven't played Arkham City yet, definitely go out and do it and write us or tweet us or whatever us and uh, let us know that you think that we're right. And only, and that you, and only and that, we, that you think that we're right. And that you agree with us and you would follow us to your doom. To your doom. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back soon to talk about some other game. Maybe. Yeah. And thanks, as always, for listening. I am Matthew Anderson. With me is... Kenny Myers. And this has been another episode of the Chips and Bits podcast. We love you.